Hey there, friend. Welcome to It's Me, Michelle Castro, the podcast, where we discuss marriage, parenting, work, and everything in between with the desire of seeking Jesus Christ first and always. You're probably running errands, waiting in the pickup line, or maybe you found a minute to sit. (laughs) Just kidding. Probably not. Either way, whatever you're doing, sticking your earbuds, press play, and let's get started. Hey there, friends. I really love how the Lord works, and I will say this a million times. I've already said it a thousand times before, but I love it. I love how things happen, and he opens my eyes to, oh my goodness, like this is an area that I need to improve on, or I just feel the Holy Spirit pricking my heart, which, side note, I am currently going through a book Um, really understanding the Holy Spirit. And um, when I'm done, I would love to give a review on that. I'm going to, I owe you a review to a couple of different books. And so don't worry, those are coming, but I want to get my thoughts together, you know, and just kind of put those out there for you. But the Holy Spirit, like I want to be so in tune with him and I want to understand when he's speaking to me. And when I have those things that pop into my head and really discern, like, is that from the Holy Spirit or is that from Michelle? Because Michelle can disguise herself as the Holy Spirit. Anyways, here's how this came about. I'm going to tell you about one thing your husband needs from you and one thing he definitely does not need. And I am so guilty of giving him the thing that he doesn't need and not giving what he does need. So my husband was out of town for a couple days. He doesn't typically travel for work, but this was a unique situation and there was just some stuff going on and I found myself just um, sending him messages that were so healing to his heart and so what he needed to hear and it hit me. There is one thing that my husband needs to hear and your husband, he's not that different. Sure, it might come out in different ways, but he needs your support. He needs to hear your encouragement, your kind words, your affection. Maybe it comes through like a thoughtful text or a short message, or I've encouraged you in the past to send a short little video, like, you know, put a video together and send it to him, like 15 seconds long and send it to him. And our husbands are really not that complicated. They need a couple of things. One of them is your support. The other is like food. They like food, good food. And the final thing really is intimacy. They want not just sex from you, but they want intimacy. But right now we're going to focus on support. And honestly, your support can be shown in those other ways. So I would definitely take that to the Lord and just say, okay, Lord, how can I support my husband today? Like what is something that I can do? And it might be a physical manifestation of that. It might be making his favorite meal. It might just be putting him first above your kids. If you have littles, I mean, heck, who am I kidding? If you have older kids too, it can be so easy because you've probably gotten into into a habit of putting him a second, third, fourth, wherever, you know, he falls after the kids. So what are some ways that you can support your husband today? So I'll tell you one thing that I found myself doing in the last week. My husband is a gregarious person. He is enigmatic. He has so many skills that are amazing. They're different than mine. And mine often show in a very tangible way. So if you follow me on my alter ego, flip flops and table saws, you'll know that I like to do things. I like to build things, create things, make things. And it hit me the other day that he is just as much a part of it. He just doesn't pick up a saw. 
He doesn't pick up a hammer. He doesn't pick up those things, but he has the ideas. And I thought, gosh, I want to tell him that. Like, I want to say thank you so much. Like, I I was able to do this and finish this, and I was making it a lot more complicated, but you came in with your perspective, and it was so much simpler. And so that's a great way. Like, how is he different than you and how can you support him and encourage him in that? And so as he was gone and and this opportunity has presented itself for him, I was sending him messages like, I am so proud of you. These are things that I, I think all the time, but I don't always say. And I was aware that I don't always say them because his response was, wow, babe, thank you. That means so much to me. So your support, how can you support your husband? Maybe it's as simple as, you know, bringing him a meal first before your kids, you know, if you're serving up dinner and stuff like that. Maybe it's considering his needs above everybody else's. I know your kids are probably whinier than him. And as a result, he gets pushed down the line, right? What's a kind word? What's something that you can appreciate about your husband? And I'll be perfectly honest, I'm working on a talk that I'm going to share at our mom's group. And my husband and I have gone through some hard things, some very hard things. In fact, nine years ago, we were looking down the barrel of divorce and I've shared that here and there. And after I put my whole talk together and and speak to our mom's group, I will likely share that with you guys as well. And it's our testimony on what the Lord has done in our marriage. But during that time and even before that, it was very hard to find positive things. You know, like maybe it was, wow, I really appreciate how you shut the refrigerator door quietly. And maybe that's where you have to start because you're like, I don't like his character right now. There's not really any encouragement I can think of. But maybe, maybe he changed the clothes from the wash to the dryer. Maybe he brought your... Um, grocery bags inside. Maybe he provides for you to go to the grocery store. Maybe you're not working. Maybe he's the the breadwinner in the family and, you know, he's bringing home the lion's share of the, the finances. You know, what are ways in which you can support your husband verbally? What is something that you can say and thank him? And oh my goodness, I was just listening to an episode on Allie Beth Stuckey and she was, she had a guest on, I believe her name was June Hunt. And this woman was talking about forgiveness. In fact, I'm going to reach out to her. If you want a prayer request, side note, if you want a prayer request, be praying that the Lord would bring these women specifically that I, I've been reaching out mostly to women that I have been reaching out to to come on the podcast that they would respond and that they would come on. So, but June Hunt, her story of forgiveness was absolutely amazing and she found ways to um, just show support and kindness to her dad who was not kind at all. So how can you support your husband? What's something? And maybe you have to dig in the trenches and maybe it's not so hard. You just haven't verbalized that. So what's one thing that you could do today to support your husband? Okay, the one thing he does not need from you is your criticism. Okay, he loads the dishwasher differently than you do. He does the laundry differently than you do. He doesn't put his shoes away. 
He doesn't pick things up the way that you would. He maybe doesn't even put his dishes into the dishwasher. He, the list goes on and on and on and on, but he doesn't need your criticism. My husband doesn't need my criticism at all. In fact, have you ever criticized and then you look at his face and it just falls Criticism can look like you talking down to him, you belittling him, you maybe straight up name calling him, you talking behind his back in an unkind way, undermining his authority. So if you're in a situation that was similar to mine, and even now that our relationship is far healthier than it has ever been, we're still two sinners and I can still find myself being kind of petty and doing things that are just unkind. And, you know, sure, you justify it. Well, he didn't do this, so blah, blah, blah. Well, what are ways in which you are talking down? Maybe not even in his presence. Maybe he doesn't even know, but I promise you it's coming out in your attitude. What are the ways in which you are criticizing Spoiler alert, Satan wants to destroy your marriage more than you know, more than you know. And I want to make sure that we are speaking truth, speaking truth of from God's word of what God has called us to do. He's called us to love our husbands. He's called us to be self-controlled. Titus uh, 2.5 says, be self-controlled and pure to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to our husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. Um, 1 Timothy 3.11 says, Their wives likewise must be dignified, not slanderers, but sober-minded, faithful in all things. That's referring to elders and, and you know the wives of elders. Um, Titus 2, uh, 3 through 5. So I read the end of it. Let me read the beginning of it. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the ways they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger woman, women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. I love more context. I should have started there. Sorry. Um, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to be married, you know, years upon years. There's somebody that is coming behind you who is a younger woman who can um, learn from your example. Ephesians 5.33 says, however, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. And maybe right now that's all you can do. That's all you can do is be respectful. Okay, start there. That's a place to start. Proverbs 18.22, I love this. He who finds a wife finds what is good and receives favor from the Lord. Yes, please. Be that good wife. Are you going to be perfect? No, not at all. Proverbs 19.14 says, Houses and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. We, as a prudent, kind, generous wife, loving, supportive, is a gift to our husbands. We can bring him good. Proverbs 31, 11, and 12 says her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. That's what we're called to be. We're called to bring good to our husbands and not harm. So friend, I'm going to challenge you today. What is one way you can support your husband? And maybe it's going to him and apologizing, asking for forgiveness. I had to go to my husband. I think I shared this with you. Maybe not. I had to go to my husband not too long ago because I realized that um, I have been holding up walls when it comes to intimacy, and we're going to talk more about that as we get into this this season on the podcast, but 
I have been building up walls of intimacy and it has become a thorn in our marriage and just a hindrance. And I needed to go ask him for forgiveness because that was not bringing him good. It was definitely harming our marriage. And again, Satan looks for any opportunity to creep in. He wants to destroy our marriages at every possible turn. He is demeaning and demoralizing and undermining our marriages. And what if, what if we stood up and did things differently? If you're listening, more than likely you are in business of some sort. And maybe you have said to somebody like, what if you gave this a try? Like what, what would be the worst that could happen, right? Well, are we making that leap to our marriages? What if you started with encouragement every day? You just, one word of encouragement, a kind word. I had a, um, an example of this. So my grandmother was prepared to leave my grandfather when my mom turned 18. He was an alcoholic. He had been unfaithful. She had every reason to leave him. He, uh, she was a, a newer believer. She didn't become a believer until my mom, I think was like 14 or 15. Um, and so she just was determined that, okay, I'll stay with him until uh, my daughter is, my youngest daughter is 18 because she had biblical grounds to leave. Absolutely. And the more that she understood God's word, the more that she understood, sure, God allows for that, but it's really not what he wants. That's really not what is best for my situation here because that, that was just, she knew that wasn't what the Lord really wanted from her. So she would, she would tell us that there were times where she would be in the living room and my grandfather would be asleep and, and she would just feel the Holy Spirit telling her, you know, Ellen, go give Jerry a kiss. Go, or no, Ellen, go tell Jerry you love him. And she'd be like, no, I don't love him. And he, he would gently nudge her, go tell him you love him. So she did. And she would obey and obey and obey. And by the time I came along, my grandfather, my picture of my grandfather is a man who adored my grandmother and a woman who loved her husband truly, but it didn't happen overnight. There was hurt. There was years and years and years of betrayal and hurt. And we would all say, oh, absolutely. She was justified in walking out. But what the Lord did and how he blessed, and I'm not making a commentary on whether or not you should get divorced because your husband cheated on you. That is something that you need to take to your your pastor, your elders, and, and really search the scriptures and your situation. Each thing is a, a very nuanced. And every situation comes with its own set of pros and cons and, and good and bad, right? That is not the point of my, my story here. But what I remember is how the Lord changed my grandmother's heart. And because of that, us, the grandchildren, were the beneficiaries of grandparents who loved each other. And that would later play a huge, huge role in choices that I was faced with with my own husband. So friend, I encourage you today, how can you support your husband? Can you send him a kind word? a small text? Maybe give him a big hug when he comes in the door. I often think of our dogs and I think... Am I as excited as my dogs are to see him when he comes in the door? Like my dogs get so excited or your little kids, right? They see daddy's home and you're like, oh my goodness, thank you. Daddy's home. Tag, you're it, right? Um, so what are the ways in which you can affirm your husband's choices for your family? You're trusting him. 
Yeah, maybe they're different than yours, but here's the beauty of it. He is responsible to the Lord for the choices, not you. You are responsible to um, fall under his leadership and support him and love him. So friend, I hope that this encourages you. And if you are in an unhealthy relationship, I don't just mean like you guys are not getting along. I mean, there is physical, emotional abuse of any sort going on. This, I'm not speaking to you. What I'm going to tell you to do is you need to seek biblical counseling within your church. Go talk to your church. Go talk to your pastor. Find godly men and women who can help you in that situation. I am speaking, however, to those of you who are in a healthy relationship that is flawed because it is two sinners. How can you go support your husband and how can you bite your tongue? and not criticize, even if it's in the smallest thing of how he is loading the dishwasher. Father, I just bring these women before you right now. I bring myself and my marriage before you. I pray that we would bring our husbands good and not harm all the days of our lives, that he would be able to stand in the gates and be proud of of their wives, that these husbands would be um, built up because of our encouragement and our generosity and our, our support of them in front of them and when they are not there. Lord, thank you for the men that you have brought into our lives for a specific reason to support us and to love us. Father, may we, may we uphold our husbands. Maybe, maybe you speak kindly and generously of them. Father, may we love our husbands and may our love of our husbands just push Satan out, that he would not even have a foothold to get into our marriages, that we can receive favor from you because we are a good wife. Thank you, Father. Thank you for our husbands. In your son's name, amen. Okay, friends, I will see you next week. And if you send your husband something kind, a kind word, would you share it with me or tell me how that went? Oh my goodness, that would make me so happy. You can email me. All of the ways that you can find me are down below. And guess what? I was about to close up the Facebook group. And as I went into the Facebook group, I was talking to the women in there. And I was asking them like, hey, should we get rid of the Facebook group? And do you know what they all said? No, we want it. Keep it. We want to hear what you have to say. And we want to be, and which I kind of laughed because I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not super active in there, but it's there. Go to bit.ly slash biblical truth for women, B-I-T dot L-Y slash biblical truth for women, all lowercase. I'll see you in there. Really quick, before you go, would you take a second to subscribe to the podcast? Wherever you are listening right now, go find out how you can subscribe. That way you're not going to miss a single episode. And secondly, if you like what you're hearing, would you leave me a review? A five-star review on Apple Podcasts would mean so much to me. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.